0: You started your roofing business, and now you're working 60 plus hours a week. Well, how do you get your roofing business to run itself? Let's talk about SOPs. Hi. This is Daniel Laxtons, and you're listening to the Roofing Business Builder Podcast. And go ahead and hit subscribe right now and click like and hit the bell. So that way you'll be notified when another amazing episode comes out. Roofing Business Builder Podcast is brought to you by Roofing Business Builder, the coaching program. Yes, if you want to scale your business Whether you're crossing over from residential into commercial or if you have a mindset block because you can't get past the million-dollar mark or you can't get past the $10 million mark, then Roofing Business Builder is the program for you. You may want to go ahead and click on a Calendly link and set up a Zoom call with me and see if you would qualify for Roofing Business Builder. In this week's podcast, I'm taking a clip from one of our weekly wins live calls with my students in the roofing business builder program. This is a section of a presentation that was given to them. And I first start out with a mindset and then I go into SOPs. So let's look into my presentation on the SOPs training for the weekly wins call. So we got some exciting things to talk about. Uh, we uh, want to be sure to ask y'all to leave a question in the chat. And uh, remember, too, that there's two ways that you can get into the weekly wins call. Um, one is just to click it right from your email. And the other way is actually if you're on the website inside the portal, then you can go ahead and click right on the weekly wins and then boom, it will bring you right in here. So let's get to it. Drop your questions into the chat and uh, let's talk about a mindset. So this week's mindset, uh, let's let's think about a intention that I empower all. I empower all. And being the entrepreneur business owner that you are, you have the power to empower others. And this will relieve a lot of time. A lot of the roofers that, that are a part of the program are one of the biggest things that they're trying to get is more time, more time back for their families, um, more time back for, you know, doing things that we're supposed to do in life, you know, from travel uh, to do doing different experiences. So the more time that we can get back from automation uh, is wonderful. That's really going to free up some time. But when it comes to empowering others, it's so important because you could do it yourself Or you could let someone else do it. And if you let someone else do it, well, they're not going to do it the exact way that you would do it. But if it's sufficient, if it gets it done, it's freeing up time for you, for your family or for other things that really the whole reason why you're an entrepreneur. And this is what it's all about. So uh, start to empower others, empower your employees. But what's really cool is you can go around and, and empower your customers You could, how can you do that? Well, uh, you ask them questions. You don't make decisions for your customers. You're actually asking them questions to find out what their problems, their concerns are. And in this way, you're empowering them because we're actually giving them the, the reins and then we come back with solutions for them. So hold that intention in your mind. I empower all, whether it's the people we meet on the street, or whether it's in within our office, within our product production line, or if it's one of our customers. Let's empower everyone. So this week's subject, we're talking about SOPs. Now, I'm sure you've looked at this in the, the course, uh, but let's talk about SOPs and, and get this more into our minds. Uh, maybe this is something to think about this week, is our standard operating procedures. Now, what type of SOPs could we create or what kind of standard operating procedures can we create if we haven't done this we need to start this week Uh, the first one is an employee handbook not a difficult thing how many pages do you think it would take uh, to write an employee handbook so let's say the roofer it's like um, uh, duties as you know a a technician uh, for John Smith's roofing. And so in the handbook, you're going to start out that, you know, the, the, uh, what is expected of this employee and what's your job description is you'll hear this sometimes from different employees. Well, it's not a part of my job description, so I don't do it, but, uh, actually if you can write in several things that they would, once they read their book, they will do it. Right. (laughs) So, but, but you just write in there that uh, employees are expected to be on the job site at so-and-so time. Depends. You get to write down your pet peeves, your rules, your ideas, but just sit down and say that uh, when installing, uh, say, if you're doing single ply, when installing a single ply roof, uh, you know, if if this is the foreman's handbook, you might say that make sure that uh, guys are trained well on, on uh, rolling out the deck sheets while uh, two other guys will be using the screw gun to drop plates. Uh, You may have different ways that you like to do it. Some people like to put the plates and screws together beforehand. So that could be written to the employee handbook. In the morning, you know, when when everyone comes in, you have to sit down and put the screws and the plates uh, together. Um, I don't necessarily recommend that. I think that it's best to just put... Uh, your plates, you know, have your, your bucket of plates, and your bucket of screws, you open those up and then tell your employees to put a handful of plates into their pouch on one side. And basically I'd have the plates in on the left pocket and the screws in the right pocket. And then as they go, you just reach into your pockets, pull them out, put them together, drop that screw. It's super quick. You don't have to worry about someone sitting around putting them together, but whatever you want, put that into the employee handbook and be sure to mention how to clean up that roof. Every night uh, you have to go around and pick up all debris. And as a matter of fact, in the employee handbook, you should also add that as they're snipping edges of that material, do not lay it down. They have to put it into that pouch, put it into your screw pouch, you know, where the screws are. And then uh, at lunchtime, throw away your debris that's in your pouch. So these are things to write into your handbook. Now, we also have onboard training. So, onboard training um, is another area that we have to look at. How about um, furthering education? Uh, this, this is a great thing, too, because we, again, you see what we're doing here on Ripping Business Builder. So, you can design the same type of education. Your onboard training uh, can be right there on your website. So you can have a section on your website that actually trains them. And then you can have uh, other programs of furthering education. Uh, years ago, uh, we owned, my wife and I owned a trucking company and they actually had extra classes. There's a skid class. So if you have employees uh, driving semis, you can actually spend a couple thousand dollars to send them to a class to put their semi into a jackknife and then train your employees on how to get out of it. And it's a, and it's a one-week course. But this is the same thing. You can actually uh, have embedded into your website these type of uh, furthering education. And you should really, maybe in the employee handbook, even mention uh, that it is expected uh, of the employee to read this handbook until it's memorized. And also, uh, to, uh, you can have it in there that they have to read the specification book of whatever product that you're licensed with. And then, uh, next we have video SOPs. And so this is a great one. You sh- should have, you know, your foreman, start videotaping, uh, have your employees, you know, find a charismatic, uh, maybe the, The welder or whoever the roofer is that's really good at speaking, uh, have them talk about, hey, this is what we're doing. We're going to drop the screw in here. So just like we're saying in the handbook, let's do a video that explains it. Now you should have the handbook, but also have the video so that way they can see. And so once they read the handbook, that's going to remind them of the videos they watched. And then when they're out there on the roof, they're going to really understand how you want it done. And then the, the last one here is the Slack cheat. The Slack cheat. So, what does that mean? Well, Slack, of course, is your internal communication system. And uh, with Slack, you can have all those questions that people ask answered right there. So, if last year, you know, one of your employees is, is calling you up and saying, Hey, you're like, No, 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 you can't call me. Uh, go to Slack. Ask the question in Slack and then I'll answer in Slack. That way, all your uh, internal communications are all done through Slack or whatever, you know. But the point is, what's great about that is if someone doesn't know the answer to a question that was answered last year, all they have to do is jump on the Slack, they can type it in, they can find the answer. So In a sense, that is a standard operating procedure that is progressive. It's the Slack cheat because you're you're progressing um, with recording that information as you go. You may have some information in Slack within the next five, 10 years um, that is going to be beneficial for that employee that just got onboarded uh, just recently, but they're being educated by the information in Slack that may have been written five years ago, but it's still pertinent to the job description right now. So let's think about SOPs. If you haven't done this yet, come on, guys, let's do this. We got to set aside some time. Uh, Remember uh, with our mindset, we're we're not sacrificing. You can, I mean, they call it sacrifice, but we call it, we're trading time for what's important. We're trading time uh, for the things that we really want. And what we're wanting to do is grow this company, build it in such a way where it runs itself. So those are our SOPs. So let's let's get to work on that if we haven't done so yet. All right. So now it is, oh, let's, it's not time for that yet, but let's see your team. Your team is only as solid as the foundation you build on. So that's the last thought here. So with uh, those SOPs, yeah, your team, the, the, it's, it's that foundation you build. And so take advantage of these, uh, these avenues to really create that solid foundation for your employees. All right, so now questions. Uh, do we have any questions? We have one question on, do they have to use Slack or is there any other uh, ways that they can do this? Actually, there's several uh, different other uh, programs out there There are internal communication. Again, we don't want to use email uh, because email, you're going to be paying for someone to go through all their spam, And that's just a time waste or a distraction from the, the work. So you want the internal communication system. Uh, there's other ones like Trello. Trello is a really good one. Um, so Slack is something that we use. We actually also use Trello. Uh, what's another one, Leah? Um, asana, asana. Yeah. So or if you, your CRM. So yeah, you can even use your CRM. So, um, well, what CRMs would be a good one that they can use that would also be a, a place where people can Google or not Google <laughs> search and find answers to their questions within a, uh, within a CRM. Yeah. Like, um, even HubSpot has a ticket system. So there you go. HubSpot. Yeah. That's good. Most of them have that. So uh, like Slack's one of the easiest yeah. and, and it's free. Cool. So yeah, so use Slack. Um, if you haven't chose one, that's one that we found is the easiest. Is there any others? Oh, let me, oh, okay. No, it, well, we'll come back to the questions. If, if you guys have one, again, just drop that into the box. Uh, let's celebrate our wins. That's what this call is all about. We get some education and then we talk about exciting things that are happening uh, for us, so each week you should be writing down even the smallest win, and then eventually you'll find some bigger wins. So let's celebrate our wins. Uh, what's my win this week? Well, again, you guys know I'm friends with Ken Kelly. Uh, he's a great guy. He's running a sixty million dollar roofing business, and I'm so happy that he was one of my customers back, you know, back in the two thousands, and so. Ken, um, not only is he super successful, but he has been, uh, now this writing is going to be hard for me to see, uh, but he was, he's with the NRCA now, or he was selected as a a director for the NRCA. And so if you guys can see this, uh, the microphone's in my way, so I can't, but this is just so cool because, uh, you know, of course we just had him on the podcast, uh, you know, uh, several weeks ago. Uh, but uh, take advantage of Ken Kelly's information. There's so much that you can learn. If you haven't listened to uh, the podcast where I interviewed Ken Kelly, please do. But that's a win for me. Uh, but how about you guys? What's your win? All right, so we do have some training coming up uh, for you. If you've missed the webinar last week, uh, you can get this on the dashboard. So the perfect commercial roofing proposal. And that training is now available on the dashboard. So be sure to uh, go to the dashboard and and watch that. uh, That training It's really good. You're gonna really appreciate that. All right, is there anything else? All right, guys. Well, um, that was an awesome weekly wins. I'm so excited you're a part of the program. If you just got on board, Don't be shy. Uh, If you have a question, be sure to type that into uh, an email uh, or be sure to ask it here on the Weekly Wins. And um, may you truly have success this week in having that mindset intention uh, that you're empowering others. And let's get to work on those SOPs. And until then, I'll see you next week on the Weekly Wins. And now it's time, Bob, did you, know? Did, you know? Did you know? Did you know? That 82% of all successful businesses use standard operating procedures. I mean, that's what's contributing to the success. It doesn't mean that you have to have standard operating procedures. I mean, the truth is is that some companies can run without them. But here's the thing, though, is if you don't have them, your company's not running itself. You're running your company, which means that basically you created a job that you own. (laughs) So it might behoove you to actually create these SOPs, these standard operating procedures. And then when you're not around, you're... Employees will be able to run the business without you even being there. So, once your business runs itself autonomously, that means that you can go on vacation. You know, it, here's another did you know is that, well, one of my guests on this very podcast uh, was a VC that was purchasing roofing businesses. And he said that if a company didn't have SOPs, he'd still buy them, but he probably only do maybe a a three times multiple on your yearly revenue. Whereas if you had SOPs in place, well, see, he would give you a five to seven times multiple. And the reason why is because he doesn't want to buy you, the business owner, he wants to buy a fully functioning business from you that's already running itself. So did you get a lot from that? What we see is that if you want to automate your business or have your business run itself, then your employees have to have an SOP, a Standard Operating Procedure. And this means that when you're on vacation, you literally can leave your phone turned off and actually enjoy your vacation. Because when you leave, you just tell them, if anything comes up, it's all written in the standard operating procedures. And when you do this, then you can also duplicate your company. So if you open up a new office in another city, then all your standard operating procedures will actually run the company without you. You're not really a business owner. Well, in a sense, you are, but you really are a job owner because most of us that start a roofing business, we actually just created a job for ourselves that we own. But if your company can run itself, then you truly own your own business. And this is really important thing to think of because if you want to scale your company to 10 million plus dollars a year, then you're going to eventually want to sell that company and the way that you can maximize your uh, how much they're going to pay you for it, which could be up to a five to seven multiple if you have standard operating procedures in place. So this is a very important thing. I highly urge you uh, to do this. <laughs> if you need some help with this, uh, be sure to join the Roofing Business Builder Program. You get to talk with me on the phone once a week uh, and we also have the group of us so we, we become sort of a mastermind when we're together and we think of positive things as always uh, good energy and we're looking at growing our businesses and i've had successful roofing contractors uh grow way past the million dollar mark to the ten million dollar mark and i'm sure this is your passion that you can reach it too so be sure to jump on a zoom call with me um and then let's see if you'd be a good fit for the program Well, that's it for the show i truly appreciate you guys and you girls I know that uh, there's a mix of different ones that own different roofing businesses. And so there's so much to learn, whether it's government work or whether it's uh, how to track down that specific niche that you're passionate about. And that's what that roofing business builder program is all about. So keep enjoying these podcasts. Thanks for supporting the program. I know you're listening to your truck or you're listening to the office and uh, may you just continue to grow and spread that mindset of that. I empower everyone. And go ahead and hit subscribe right now and click like and hit the bell. So that way you'll be notified when another amazing episode comes out. So until next time, I don't always consult on commercial roofing, but when I do, I make millionaires. Stay wealthy, my friends.